Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the next episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew. And today I'm talking about one of my favorite genres of music of all time. I'm not kidding you. If I could go back and redo my top 10 metal genres of all time, this would be somewhere in my top 10. I I really regret not not putting it in that top 10. But anyway, uh, crossover thrash. What is crossover thrash? Crossover thrash, which by the way, I'm going to be calling it crossover for the majority of this podcast. And hardcore punk, just hardcore. So, crossover thrash huh, is is the melding of thrash metal and and hardcore punk. And it's funny because thrash metal is the merging or the melding, whatever you want to call it, of heavy metal and uh, hardcore punk. So it only makes sense. That you can make a a a uh, thrash metal into another genre with uh, hardcore punk, which which little small rant here. Um, much as I love this genre, I don't understand the its title. There is a genre out there of um, it's 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 sped up hardcore. Okay, it's just fast tempo hard, hardcore punk. It's called thrashcore. Makes no sense because it's just sped up hardcore. There's nothing to do with thrash metal. It should be called speedcore or fastcore. And crossover thrash should be called thrashcore. We have metalcore. That's extreme metal meets hardcore punk. Why not make crossover thrash thrashcore? I don't know. That's just me. I, I've, I've always been like, con- I've always been confused because some people, some people do call thrashcore, fastcore, or speedcore, and I just why don't just call it that? It's speedcore. It's 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 fastcore. Call it that. Make crossover thrash. Thrashcore. Uh, it's just just me. Anyway, let's get on to the honorable mentions and then on to, to the top to the top ten. Uh, these honorable, these honorable mentions, I like them all, I love them all, they just couldn't make my top ten. Crumb Suckers, Excel, Lich King, Leeway, M.O.D., or Method of Destruction, The Accused, and Power Trip are my, uh, honorable mentions here. You know what, I'll put Iron Regan in there also. Um, awesome, awesome band, just couldn't quite get into my top ten. Uh, but a but very 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 good band and they're very well connected to a uh, band I'll be talking about on this list soon. So let's do it, shall we? The top ten. Let's get in. With number ten is Toxic Holocaust. Started in what was it? Late nineties? Was it ninety eight, ninety ninety nine? Somewhere around there. Awesome crossover band. They kick ass. They're they are the continuation of that second wave, maybe even third wave if you really think about it, of crossover thrash and even thrash metal in general. To be honest with you, um, but yeah, toxic toxic holocaust is really really good, uh, and they're on there and they're really underrated still. I think in my opinion, uh, I don't think they get nearly enough love love as they should. 
but very, very good band. Very, very good band. Number nine was tough, put them here because I really do like this band, especially their first two albums. Uh, and that's SOD or Stormtroopers of Death. The Scott Ian Dan Lilker, what basically started out, I mean, you could really call it a side project. Um, their first two albums are awesome. I love them. They're so funny. They're so entertaining. I know a lot of people are like, they're politically incorrect. I don't care. Thrash metal is supposed to be, you know, F you, and that's kind of what hardcore, that's exactly what hardcore and punk is too. So, it makes sense to me. Um, I absolutely love SOD. Their third album, which was released in the mid-2000s, like 2007, I think it was, is good, but it's much it's a bunch of old recordings and some new stuff. That's good. But uh, their first two albums, like I said, are, are great, uh, fantastic albums. And Dan Lilker, when he left Anthrax, he... He started a band that we'll be talking about very, very soon. Uh, number eight might get might be a little controversial because some people consider them a just a hard just a New York hardcore band, and that is Chromags. But when they do do the crossover, when they do do, huh, I said do do. <laughs> when Chromags do the crossover stuff, it's pretty good pretty damn good. It's really thrashy, but it's also really punky. And I like it. I, I, I just, I like crossover stuff when it's both. And that's usually what it is. I mean, I mean, I mean they, you literally take, for this genre, you take the speed of thrash metal and mixing it with the, I mean, all, all crossover bands basically have hardcore punk style vocalists who just I mean they yell. I mean they 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 don't death growl or death scream but they they're Hello oh, no, come on it never got gone oh, yeah. just they do stuff like that. You're not gonna find really any melodic singing. And, and that's what Chromax is. I mean, I, th- I think they're a quintessential. Yes, they're a hardcore band, a New York hardcore band, absolutely. But Chromags is very much so a, th- a, a I have to call it thrashcore, a crossover band. I love them. They're great. They're one of my favorite hardcore bands of all time, and uh, and and obviously one of my favorite uh, crossover bands of all time. Number seven might be a little controversial too, but um, I have always loved this band. I I, I think they're hilarious, and that's Guar. Yeah, Squar. Uh, they do to dress up like aliens. Yeah, I think they're hilarious. I think they're great. Uh, well, they're they've they're more they're more crossover in their earlyish albums. Uh, they're still thrashy enough and still punky enough in their new stuff for me. Where I'm like, I I can consider them still to be waving that crossover flag. Uh, yeah, but Guar's great. They're very, very funny. They're very, very awesome. I don't care. What, I don't care. I don't, they're sure. Yes, absolutely. The outfits, the alien outfits, are fucking ridiculous. Do I care? No, because Guar is really, really good. Number my, my my number six and my number five might get me in trouble because I know a lot of people love these two bands and I do too, but I just like a couple more 
over them. Just a couple more. My number six is Agnostic Front. And I know many people might consider them, like Chromax, to be a New York hardcore, even just a hardcore band. I, I do too, but they do have, like Chromax, they do have the crossover stuff down very, very well. When they, and again, when they do do it, it's excellent, and it's very, very good, and I, listen, and I, and I really, really like them. Really, really like them. Uh, number five is Cryptic Slaughter. They could have been higher, but again, I just like former bands a little bit more. I, I love Cryptic Slaughter. They are great. They are one of the, again, underrated, quintessential crossover bands that I absolutely think they're great. They're fantastic. I love Cryptic Slaughter. I love them. They, they are pioneers of the genre, one of the top three in my opinion. And, uh, yeah. Four is Suicidal Tendencies. Yes, I know. They're only number four. Yeah, again, I know. Um, I love these guys. They are very, very iconic in this genre. They are very iconic in the metal genre in general. Um, I think they're actually very underrated. Hell, man, I love them. I love them so much. They just have this, 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 this voice to them. Their Light Camera Revolution album, obviously, is, is a classic of the genre. It's an absolute barn burner. It's amazing. Go listen to it. God, it's so good. I love it so much. Hell, listen to all these bands' albums. I don't care. They're fantastic. Suicide Tent. Ten tendencies. I can't believe they're only number four, but really land for me. Number three is that band I was talking about with Dan Lilker from earlier. Let's talk about Nuclear Assault. It must have been a few months back, two, three, maybe even four months back at this point. I was bored one night. I was playing PS4, and I was like, I just want to go on YouTube. So I went on YouTube. And I sat there and I watched Nuclear Assault play a show from like 2018 or 2019. Uh, I think I think it was Vakken. And I just sat there for the entire, God, whatever it was, 45 minutes, hour, hour 15, whatever, whatever it was. And I, I was just like, God, I love this band. God, I love this genre. It's perfect. It's fantastic. I love it. I love this band. Nuclear Assault. I'm so... It's kind of like the Metallica and the Megadeth thing. I loved Dave Mustaine's writing in Metallica. I wish he would have stayed in in Metallica. Then we would have never had Megadeth. So I'm kind of like, I'm glad Loker left because we got Nuclear Assault. But I'm sad that he left Anthrax. But I'm happy that we got Nuclear Assault. So there we go. My number two is, I think on my top ten, the most recent band. They believe that I believe they came out with their first EP in 2002 or 2003. Released their first album in 2004. And that is Municipal Waste. Um, I love this band. If it wasn't for my number one, they would probably be my favorite crossover band. 
But my number, my number one is my number one, and I think if you know this genre very well, you know this who who this is, um, or, or who it is. I sh- I should say, uh, this band Municipal Waste is so good. They're so entertaining. They totally have just their image. They totally have the jeans, the 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 and, and or and. The studs and the le- and the leather jackets, or or the the what's it called the the metal vest, you know stuff like that. But they also got this punk vibe to them. This this perfect melding of the two genres, and I I, I love them. I mean they're so good. Their first few albums for me, honestly. I mean I just I love Municipal Waste. I will always probably love Municipal Waste. They are just so much fun. They're so good. They're so just... They're just so good. I mean... Uh, their their EP that they put out... Uh, was... It's technically their debut album. Waste Em All is so good. It's only like 17 minutes long. But it's so good. And then my favorite of their albums, their third album, The Art of Part of Partying, is is it's perfect. I mean it's 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 so good. So good. But at number one. And again, if you know this genre, I don't think anybody is really going to disagree with me. You could say that these dudes invented this genre, and that is DRI, Dirty Rotten Imbeciles. These dudes are... I I mean, they're so good. They are... They are literally... Like I said, they basically invented the genre. They are so quintessential crossover thrash that when I think of the greatest crossover thrash album of all time, in my opinion, it's not even close. I mean, you have their first album. Their EP, their Dirty Rotten EP LP, that was that was more hardcore and thrashcore. And then their second album, Dealing With It, was also more hardcore. But their, their third album, Crossover, that's the title of it, Crossover, is, is literally the, the definition of crossover thrash. You want the perfect melding of thrash metal and hardcore punk. Go listen to that almost 40-minute masterpiece. That is literally, I mean, if you want to know what this genre is, if you're like, what is this genre? I love punk. I love thrash. Go give this, type in DRI crossover onto Google or whatever search engine you use. 
this will come up, listen to it, and if you don't love it, then I'm sorry, you're not a fan of thrash metal or hardcore. It's just the truth. Because it's fantastic. Fantastic. DRI are, without a doubt, my, my number one. Without a doubt, my number one. I love this band. They're one of my favorite bands of all time. They are, they are fantastic. I love these guys. I love them. I love them. So that's it. That's all I got for you guys. I'll talk to you all later on. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.